Hey, I'm Trish. And I'm Thaddeus, and you're listening to the Fallen Short Podcast. Hey guys, we're excited to have you join us this week for the podcast. We are going to be talking about how Jesus redeemed you for a purpose. Last week we touched on how God created you for a purpose. If you haven't listened, I encourage you to go back. It's kind of the foundation for the upcoming episodes. But this week we're going to go head first and talk about how Jesus redeemed you for a purpose. Romans 12.1 says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. The footnotes in my Bible say that when the scripture is saying holy, acceptable, and reasonable, it's talking about how when we're called to be a living sacrifice that's holy, holy means set apart for the Lord's use. Acceptable would mean pleasing to him and pleasing to God. And then when it says, which is your reasonable service, my footnotes in my Bible say that reasonable would be our only rational reaction to all the good gifts that God has showered upon us. And so when I was reading the footnotes of this, it just reminded me how our response to Jesus's death and resurrection and all that he did for us when he conquered the grave is to present ourselves as living sacrifices to to God, to be used for his services. So I just want to read Romans 12, 1 again. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And so what I gather from that is our response to God is that all that happened on Calvary and all that he did by creating us in his image and all of that and all the goodness he's bestowed upon our life, we return ourselves as living sacrifices to God. And I'm just going to read it from a, from a different translation. It's from the Amplified version, which I don't read a ton, but if you use the version Bible app, I find it very interesting to click on a verse and then use the compare button and compare different translations. So I think I'll, I'll just read this again. This will be the third time we're reading Romans 12.1, but here we go. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies, dedicating all of yourselves set apart as a living sacrifice, holy and well-pleasing to God, which is your rational, logical, or intelligent mm-hmm. act of worship. And I think that kind of ties in with even the, you know, the other version in the footnotes of the Bible that, you know, the version that Trish was reading, right? Where, you know, it, it, it just adds a little bit in the Amplified version, the to present your bodies, and then it says dedicating all of yourselves and setting apart, right? Which, again, just as Trish said, that holy part, setting apart, you know, for, for God to use, right? And when we understand this... It helps us to draw on our purpose. It helps us to understand why we're created and the purposes why we're created because that's our rational response. Right. And, and it said your translation said our intelligent response. 
It actually the amplified version does say rational, and then in parentheses says logical, intelligent, right? Versus the other translation said reasonable, which then you mentioned how the footnotes talk about it being you know a rational reaction. So I just think it's interesting when you when you can you have it at your fingertips to be able to look at different translations and, and or footnotes, right? In a, in a physical Bible, a lot of times we'll have footnotes or a study Bible and things like that. And where you're able to just gather a little bit more because maybe someone else, whether some, whoever wrote the study, right. Thought of something or someone, you know, in these different translations that are out there where you can kind of like piece things together sometimes because I have a hard time just reading one translation and it all making sense. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be people out there that say, this translation is the, is the best translation. Well, maybe for them, but, and, and maybe they know more about accuracy of the old script or not, but. But don't get stuck <clears throat> in one translation, I think is your point, right? Because you can cross reference and gain a better understanding of what you're reading. And it might, one translation might help you to comprehend a little bit more of what a scripture is trying to break down so you can digest it better. But the footnotes for me are imperative because I read out of a, a translation that's maybe a little more difficult to understand, but I also have a study Bible. So then the study Bible helps break it down a little bit better for me, which I just appreciate so much. Not to totally take us off track with talking about different translations and things, but I think that is a part of understanding God's word, his purpose for you and and the things like of that nature, because the Bible is our tool, right? And if you are having a hard time understanding passages, I think it's important that you're able to then grasp maybe something from a different translation. And a tool that helps us to understand our purpose, right? So as we're reading the scriptures, we can see how God has uniquely designed us and Satan would love nothing more than for us to not understand the reason why we're created and the reason why we're redeemed, but it's for the purposes of making ourselves a living sacrifice before God to be used by him. So let's go to the next scripture. Matthew 5:14 says, you are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand and it gives light into the whole house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. This is our reason, guys. This is our purpose. We are here on this earth to represent Christ, to be an ambassador for Christ, to let our light shine so that others can see the good deeds and then they can in turn glorify Father in heaven. Like we're Everything within us is a reflection of who Christ is within us. And the goodness of of God that comes out of us helps bring men to repentance. It's a goodness of God that brings men to repentance. So it's that goodness that comes out of you. It's that light and that joy that comes out of you that helps bring others to Christ Jesus. And when we try to cover that up, you know, it says you're the light of the world. A city on the hill cannot be hidden. Like when we're redeemed by Jesus Christ, when we get set on fire for him, we become a light that shines so bright that you can't put a, you wouldn't put a candle under a basket. You know, you don't, you don't smother it. You don't put it out. You let it shine. And in that same way, we're to shine 
so brightly so that others can glorify God. And we are to live in the world and not be of the world. So our lives are going to look different. And, and as we go about living our lives and that's our purpose, like this is why we're created is so others can see Christ Jesus in us and in turn glorify him. And even talking about that, that scripture about being the light of the world, it leads directly into in Matthew 28, the, the great commission where Jesus tells the disciples, therefore go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the father and the son and the Holy spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you and be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And I think it's important that again, when you read the Bible and, or even if you're a new Christian, a new believer and you you hear about the disciples and a lot of times you know, we're talking about the 12, right? The 12 that were with Jesus and in his time of ministry, right? But we're all called to be disciples of his. That doesn't mean we're one of those 12, right? And and talking about someone who's Jesus' disciple doesn't mean, oh, no, you can't be his disciple because you're not, you're not uh, uh, Peter. You're not James, right? I mean, we're all called to be disciples. We're all called to go and share the word, spread the gospel and spread the love of Jesus. Right. And not just, it wasn't just those, those that were there at that time. No, the disciples here were called to make disciples. Exactly. And so same with us, we are disciples who are called to make disciples. And then those disciples are called to make disciples, disciples who make disciples who make disciples. It's just the pyramid scheme <laughs> minus the scheme. But like a- but I think it's important though, even I think people get wrapped up in the revert on kind of a different way of when people, I, and it's going to be a generalized statement of larger ministries and the people that are at the head of those ministries and people then think they're disciples of them or the people that are under them are their own disciples. But in all reality, it it's not the gospel of Thaddeus. Like if I'm going to make disciples, I'm not going to make disciples that are under me and trying to do the things I say and me twisting things, right? I should be making disciples of Jesus. And it says teaching them to observe all the things that I've commanded you. And this is Jesus talking, right? So we're to teach others the things that Jesus has commanded us to do. We teach not only through our words, but through our actions, through, like we read earlier, letting our light shine and living a life that's set apart and sanct- walking through the process of sanctification and becoming more like Christ Jesus. That is how we can teach and train the world around us and let our light shine so that others can see God. And that is our purpose. So whatever your job is, is just your job. That is something you do to survive. It's the toil of your labors. It's the work of your hands. It's that. That is that. But in that, we are to live our purpose. So whatever your job is, whatever your function is, on this earth is not necessarily your calling. Your calling and your purpose is to do exactly what we just read. Let your light shine and to make disciples and to bring as many people to heaven with you as you possibly can. I think like Trisha was saying, 
understanding what our purpose is and, and, and callings and things like that, you might be in a job or maybe you're in school and you're like, why am I here? Right. But there's, there's maybe, there's a reason that you're in that situation and it might be, you might think it's small, but there might be somebody that's specifically there for you to, to be a light to. And it might not even be a coworker. You could be working a retail job and you might be there and think, why am I here? And then all of a sudden there's one day where you help somebody who's in that store, right? And you make a difference and you show God's uh, grace to them and love to them where you maybe aren't even thinking you are, but because you are being a good steward and you are using the purpose God created you to be a light at all times, not just like shoving you know, the Bible down their throats, but being a loving person. Again, calling back to the last episode, you were created for a purpose in such a time as this. You know, you're, you're put in places for a specific reason. And when we start to understand that more and more, it helps us to like realize, okay, yeah, I am, there is a purpose in what I'm doing. I am here for a specific reason, right? And the enemy doesn't want us to get that. Right. He wants us to feel like we're completely failing at everything we do. And when we understand that we've lived a life that's surrendered to Christ, when we say, hey, Jesus, I want to follow you. I want to surrender my life to you. I want to say, as our church would say, yes to you. Then you have surrendered your life to Christ Jesus and you have to trust that as you are going about your life and you're ordering your steps that you are in God's will for you and that if you're keeping your heart in that place of alignment before God and you say hey God yeah I'm I'm surrendering to you we can't expect it to look one certain way because every person's life is going to look different. And the way we serve God is going to look different. We just have to trust that wherever we are and wherever we have our foot to and whatever we have our hand to is where God has us to be in this season. And we have to just continuously trust God that his purposes are going to be fulfilled in our lives in this season. And his purposes is this, to let our light shine. His purpose is this, to make disciples. His purpose is this, to be living sacrifices before his throne. Like that is our purpose, our overarching every believer. Your purpose is to do this. And Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Right? He planned these things a long time ago and we don't always get there in a, you know, might be a winding road, right? For us to get to where we're supposed to be and for us to do the things we're supposed to do, but that's all part of his plan. So last episode, we talked about how God created you on purpose and how that is something that applies to every single person that ever has been created, how God has created them on purpose. And this episode, we talked about how Jesus has redeemed you for a purpose. And this applies to every single believer. Where Whatever your walk of life, wherever you are, whether you're in full-time ministry, part-time ministry, not in a formal ministry setting at all, 
you know, you're doing, serving the Lord in whatever capacity that you are living in, that Jesus redeemed you for that purpose. So it's an overarching, every believer falls into this category. Next episode, however, we are going to be diving in deeper into purpose. And we're going to be talking how the Holy Spirit is within you for a purpose. And we're going to be talking about how each person has individual giftings. So I hope you join us with our next episode. We look forward to it, working on the content for that right now. So you can pray for us as we are diving into that. But thank you so much for listening. I hope this is a blessing to you and encourages you to make disciples and encourages you to shine the light of Jesus everywhere you go. If you've enjoyed this episode or any previous episode, please share it with your friends. Uh, If you could also let us know, you could leave a comment on our website on each episode. There's a place to leave a comment if you'd like. Otherwise, you could email us at info at fallenshortpodcast.com. Any feedback we would greatly, greatly appreciate. Um, Any prayer requests, we would love to pray for you. So until next time, I'm Thaddeus. And I'm Trish. And we love you guys. Are you currently doing your own podcast or maybe you're aspiring to start one? If you are, we'd like to encourage you to check out Blueberry Podcasting for all of your hosting needs. We use Blueberry today and let me tell you, it's it's real slick. Uh, works with our website just fine on a plugin. So if you use our code Fallen Short, you can get your first month free. So you can go ahead and click that affiliate image link on our website and get started with your podcast.